Welcome to Spirit Life Talks, where we discuss the power of living spirit forward. Welcome to Spirit Life Talks. I'm Gina Thomas. And I'm Michael Farmer. And today we're going to discuss how to grow into great faith with a spirit forward lens. So, Chunu, what is this thing in the Bible, great faith? You know, there are a couple of prayers that comes to my mind, um, especially from the disciples, when they asked Jesus, number one, teach us how to pray. And another request of theirs was, increase our faith. Amen. And so this increasing faith is a near and dear topic for all of the believers, right? We all want to grow in faith. We don't want to be stuck in the same zone. But how do we get there? And and so today I really want to look at, I want to dissect um, these levels of faith because faith has several dimensions, several layers to it. Without faith, the Bible says it is impossible to please God. That's right. Faith is such an important foundation without which you cannot move forward in this journey. Right? It's really the entry level. That's right. It's the entry level and faith so pleases God. You know, when a person puts his confidence in God, it so pleases him. He has a smile on the face when you decide not to do this life on your own. As I mentioned in a previous broadcast, you know, when you try not to carry this heavy life, the log of life on your shoulders, instead just cast it onto him and trust in him, there is a pleasure that God has when a, ch- when a son or a daughter relies on him. Within the faith levels, let me start off with a few um, or the basic levels of faith. Number one, there is no faith. <laughs> right. No faith means you just live with no connection with God. That's We've seen a lot of that. And then number two, the Bible calls about little faith, people that, you know, right. are, they believe in a power called God and, um, you know, not have much connection with him, but they have some little faith that, yeah, life has, you know, a greater power and control and things like that. And then the next level is uh, strong faith. You know, a Bible calls about people like Abraham. The Bible says he had strong faith, meaning he was able to embark on the unknown. He was able to step out and go to an unknown place when God spoke to him. That's called strong faith, meaning he, and especially when he was, remember the incident when Abraham was called to sacrifice his son. Sure. That required That some, took a lot of faith. That required a lot of faith, and God called him a man of strong faith, right? And then there's another level which was amazing in the New Covenant. That's uh, the level of great faith. And guess what? Guess where it came from? Where? A Gentile. A right. Gentile means a person who was not right. even in covenant with God. So I want us to look at Matthew 9. That's where, um, it's actually Matthew 8, where we look at the account of a Roman centurion. Okay, this person was not in the commonwealth of Israel. He was not a believer. He was not in the covenant with God. But we see the account of the Roman centurion being highlighted as a person of great faith. And it's amazing that that Roman centurion actually chooses Jesus over the religious leaders of the day. You know, I think I'm just putting some added spice here. I feel, because if you look at Rome itself, they did not serve one God. That's right. They had a pantheon of gods, right? Meaning they had so many deities over there. And I'm thinking the Roman centurion tried a whole lot of other gods. Because his main uh, request was that his servant needs to get healed. The servant was sick and about to die. And I'm thinking, this is just like I said, this is my paraphrasing here. I feel like he might have tried other solutions first. And when when everything uh, fell apart, he comes to Jesus. That's right. And do you remember what happened there? Well, he comes to Jesus and he brings 
his submission to Jesus as the healer. That's right. We just need to break this down real quick. If you look at Matthew 8, uh, verses 5 onwards, you see the Roman centurion first coming to the Lord, right? Right. And then he says, Lord, I would like you to please heal my servant. So the first point, the first uh, criteria, not even criteria, the first element of a great faith is that you understand the will of God. Amen. Because if you do not know that it is God's will to heal you, you can't approach him. That's why it's so key that we read scriptures and understand the will of God in different areas of life. Healing is a will of God. So once you know that it is God's desire to heal you, you can confidently approach him. Amen. So people with great faith understand the will of God in every situation of life so that you can approach God rather than shy away from him. You know, as a cancer doctor, I spend a lot of time talking to people about this, Junu. Yeah. Because people think that that actually God sent their diseases to them mm. to teach them a lesson, but God would not do that. God would not do that. He sent the Holy Spirit to you yep. to, as your teacher. Right. He wants to eradicate disease because Jesus bought that physical healing with his blood. That's right. So uh, what the key here to understand is God wants to help us. God wants to heal us. God wants us to prosper. Amen. And so if you don't know that premise, you're never going to approach God. That's right. Okay. So Roman centurion understood that, and he boldly approached Jesus and said, my servant is sick. Would you please come and heal him? Amen. And then what's Jesus' response? Jesus said, yes, I'll come. And then he takes it to another level. Here's another element or another trait of great faith. He says, I am unworthy uh, for you to come under my roof or my into my house. And so, and then he goes on to say, only speak the word and you shall be healed. So the second trait of people of great faith is they do not let their unworthiness or feeling of unworthiness stop them from approaching God. That is such an important point because as you get to know God personally, you do realize your unworthiness before him. And many people, the reason why I bring highlight this also, Michael, is a lot of the human race stays away from God because of condemnation. They right. just feel not fit. Right. They feel the standards are too lofty. But here, Roman centurion makes it very clear, and this account makes it very clear that God is not wanting to stop you because of your unworthiness or any feelings or shortcomings. Your feelings should not stop you from coming to God. He, you should boldly approach God because God is ready to embrace you, to heal you, to bring you the solution you want. And so your unworthiness, thats again, your unworthiness is, is an inner feeling. It's a condemnation that comes from your heart. But in God's eyes, he's, you are a child of his. That's right. He says, come as you are. Your unworthiness is not an obstacle. That's right. Your unworthiness is not an obstacle, and it will it should not stop the flow of the power of God flowing into you. That's life. right. So Roman says you did a super thing. He said, I might be unworthy, but I'm still going to ask you for right. help. <laughs> right. right. So that's that's pretty important for us. You know, our condemnation and our feelings of um, lack or shortage should not stop us. We should boldly approach the throne of the grace of God. Amen. Okay. And that's and, faith. That's faith. Boldly approaching the throne of despite grace. Despite my unworthiness. Yes. That's faith. Yes. And so I don't know what our viewers are going through. Listen, no matter what you're facing today, go boldly. You, you, you might feel filthy. You might feel this. It's okay. Just go. He's going to wash you. He's going to heal you. He's going to restore you because that's his business. Don't stop. Don't Do stop. it right now. Yes. As you are. As you said, come as you are. Come as you are. That's right. And then he goes on to say the third trait you can see in the Roman centurion in, on top of understanding the will of God in all situations. 
Number two was um, he did not let his unworthiness stop him. Number three, he understood the power of the spoken word. Wow. He said, Lord, you don't need to come under my roof. All you got to say oh, is do a, speak a word and my servant shall be healed. And Jesus was like, whoa, what kind of faith is this? This guy really gets it. He gets it because he says, I'm a Roman centurion. And all I got to do is issue a command or a decree and my soldiers will go and do this and that. That's right. Now you are the son of God. All he got to say is speak a word. So he understood the power of the word being transmitted through the airwaves. As he, when Jesus releases these words, he understands that the heavens, the cosmic realm, obeys to the word of God. That perfect creation then starts to make a comparison with the reality of that person's sickness. That's right. And that sickness can't survive that. You know, and that absolutely, no, no disease can stand in front of uh, God's infused powerful words. Amen. And today we are the representatives, you know, you and I and the viewers who have believed in Christ, we are the representatives of Christ. When we speak, Christ speaks through us. So when we see a sick person and we release a blessing over their lives, the Word of God takes into full effect and brings forth the healing that needs to happen. Another dimension we need to look at in this topic is that the Bible says the servant was in instantly healed. There was really, I don't know if there was even a lapse of a minute. You know, as soon as the, 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 sir, the centurion said, Lord, just speak a word and he shall be healed. And you know what Jesus said? According to your faith, so shall it be. And the Bible says he was instantly healed. So what that teaches me is the level of our faith releases our manifestation. Amen. So if you have great level of faith, confidence in God, the miracles are instant. If your faith is mediocre, it's going to get a little more delay. So this is why it is important for us to aspire to level of great faith, great confidence in God, because the manifestation is so much more faster when you are in a spirit-forward lens, confident in the power of God. Regardless of your feelings, go confidently, go boldly towards God and ask Him what you need. That's right. Because like I said, many people just stay away from God because of condemnation. Condemnation is just a feeling. It is not It is not who you are. That's right. So don't go by feelings. You know, If I went by feelings, I wouldn't have a job. Because, you know, <laughs> in the true. morning I don't feel like going to work. Yeah, right. So right. what do I do? Do I just stay at bed? Did no. you call in tired? <laughs> no. no. You went to work. You went to work. So right. don't go with feelings. Go with what the situation demands at that time. That's right. And then understand the power of the word. So for a person to grow, no, start exercising the words. You know, remove, uh, sorry, uh, release the words of God into the atmosphere. Amen. Shift the atmosphere. You know, if you don't know much to say on your own, just open up a scripture and release it in the atmosphere. Every human being has this treasure called the Word of God, the scriptures, for at his disposal to release. So you're saying that you use the Word to increase the expectancy and increase the faith in an atmosphere. That's one dimension to it, but also just releasing it, just speaking it out a word, a scripture, whether it's a blessing or a promise, it shifts something in the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. That's because the scriptures are, Bible says, God breathed. There's already God's energy in it. As you just read it out, things start to get knocked out in your way, from your way. Atmosphere starts to shift. Whether you are anointed or whether you have faith or not at times, just reading the scriptures out has great power because Amen. it is God breathed. Amen. And then, like I said, the fourth one is just remaining confident. The level of manifestation will depend on how confident you are. Just like the Roman centurion, if you are confident this is going to happen, it's going to happen. 
You know, when I train people in healing prayer ministry, I always say, let's start by praying for what you have faith for right now. Right. The atmosphere will start to change, and your confidence in what God is about to do will begin to grow. Correct. We might go from no faith nice, to like some that. faith to even more faith. More faith, absolutely. Absolutely.